You're listening to the best breakfast show in the land. The spokesperson is Foster Mohale on the line. Good morning, Foster. Welcome to the show. Good morning, and thanks for this opportunity and greeting to 2011. Uh, thank you so much. Foster, what does the law say around um, migrants or people that are not South Africa accessing healthcare systems in this country? What does the law actually say? What, what is supposed to happen? Okay, thanks for this opportunity. Let me quickly take you through the uh, number of cases uh, of legislation which, which regulate access to health services in the country. The first one is the supreme uh, law of the country, which is constitution, which says that everyone has got the right to, to, to have access to health care services and no one may be refused emergency medical services. The second one is the National Health Act, which says that all persons in South Africa can access the primary health care at clinics and community health, and all pregnant uh, or breastfeeding women, including the children under the age of six, are entitled to health care services at any level, meaning that primary and secondary. Then we've got another law, which is called the Refugee Act of South Africa, which says that the refugees and the asylum seekers in South Africa have got the same right to access health care services as the citizens of South Africa. So, however, this does not mean that all services are free, but the primary health care services, which are mainly accessible at the clinics, are free of charge. But when you go to higher levels of care, like you go to hospitals and specialized services, then those are subject to a fee. Okay. Um, yes. so, so, so the Constitution says that everyone has a right to, to access health care in this, in this country, right? The first yes. question is, do you think that... Um, What's the right word? Do you think that that makes sense or it needs to be changed is the first question. And also, what does it say about people that are undocumented? Because it doesn't mention them there. It just says, it speaks about refugees and the fact that everyone has a right. What about if someone's undocumented? Yes, the, the, the constitution is fine. If we don't have to change the constitution, if we want to accommodate or address the issue of undocumented citizens, we either uh, amend the National Health Act or the Refugee Act. So because uh, the constitution is very too general, which is fine, uh, it doesn't have to go into specifics. But the other uh, legislations like the National Health Act and Refugee Act, that the ones which can be uh, amended if a need arise. But remember, uh, when the, the just like when we when this. Uh, uh, laws like your National Health Act and the Refugee Act were enacted, were passed, uh, they did not uh, foresee the issue of undocumented citizens. Yes. That's why it says the refugees and the asylum seekers. So they didn't foresee that in future one day will be uh, uh, having a challenge of uh, undocumented citizens. Mm-hmm. But now that we're here and, and just the burden that it has on the health system in South Africa, what is the way forward? Because now we need to start creating, you know, a new narrative and, and a new way of understanding this and, and facing it. Definitely. This is what the, 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 both the president uh, of the country and the minister of health, uh, uh, Dr. Joe Parker, has been saying in the past, in the, in the past uh, few days uh, that uh, we are, as the government, we are working hard uh, in order to find a long-lasting solution to address this issue of uh, undocumented uh, migrants. Uh, because it also, it also creates a problem even at the hospital or clinic level because some of them, as the law says, we cannot deny anybody. So some of these people, they come without even any copy 
of passports. So now we, we keep on encouraging them to, even if they're coming to the country, even if they can come at least uh, with uh, some form of identity document from their country. But however, the discussions on how uh, we can address this issue that have been uh, discussed at the bilateral and multilateral level at SADC yeah. and also at higher levels uh, of, uh, of the continent. Sure. And then, Foster, there's this misconception that if you come and have birth in South Africa, come and give birth in South Africa as a foreign national, documented or undocumented, your child is eligible to get a green card, you know, the South African ID book. Is that true? And to what extent can a foreign national come and give birth to, in South Africa and get the necessary papers? It's only if the one of it's only if one of the parents is uh, South Africans or especially a mother because uh, if it's a father it is now and they're not married then does not justify that uh, the child can be South African but that can be better uh, clarified by the Department of Home Affairs but as, as far as we know uh, being born in South Africa if your parents are not South Africans does not make you South African so mean that you won't be entitled to South African services just like any other South African citizen. So, so, so while government officials obviously are discussing on a way forward, so let's talk about practical what's happening now. Um, I'm from a different country. I cross the border. I don't have um, documentation. I need to give birth. I get to the hospital. There's already a line of South Africans that are standing in line. When I get to the hospital, what are the nurses or doctors supposed to do according to the law? I'm undocumented. I'm here. I'm pregnant. There are South Africans that are there that, are, that also haven't received treatment. What needs to happen when I get there? And unfortunately, even the doctors and the nurses they have signed an oath called Hippocratic Oath, which states that they, they cannot they cannot deny anyone uh, medical uh, attention because of gender, race, nationality, or yeah, because of gender, race, or sexual orientation. So they are bound by the oath that they've taken to assist anyone with or without any proof of identity. Is that person supposed to pay for the services or, or, or they automatically receive them for free? No, uh, yes, uh, but if it's a clinic, the person's not supposed to pay. But if it's a hospital, the person's supposed to pay. But you, you can imagine that the person is... Uh, they don't the have money. They don't have documentation. Of, uh, challenges in the country. They are not yeah. working. The, the level of uh, poverty is very high. They don't even have got the money to buy food. So there's no way that you can't even detain them in the hospital to say, I'm not going to discharge you until you pay. Because the more you keep them in the hospital, the more you are occupying the space for other... Patients so they're going to get stuff free. Queue. So we are losing a lot of money because of this uh, problem. And then last question, um, I'd love to know your opinion as, as someone that represents the health department around the minister, uh, the health minister from, for the Limpopo province on, on that whole incident where she spoke to the woman from Zimbabwe. What is your opinion around that? Do you think she was right? What, what do you think? In fact, um, mine is not an opinion in the position of the department. The good thing is that, yes, uh, on Friday, uh, we visited the Limpopo province uh, with the Minister of Health, uh, where we met with the MEC, the Premier, and also we did some walkabout in the facilities uh, in the Mankui Hospital outside Polokwane as part of our program to visit the uh, hospital. So we, we were with uh, the MEC, but our position remains as the Department of Health that uh, uh, we agree with the issue that issue that we raised by the MEC of it's not a minister, it's the MEC for Health, Dr. Popo yes, Matua. The, the minister is only at national level, at the provincial level, the MEC. So we agree with all the issues, the concerns that she's raised, but we only don't agree uh, with the platform she used to raise those issues. Okay, that makes sense. Um, thank you so much for speaking to us, Pastor.
thanks very much for this opportunity. Even next time, we're always available as a ton of help. Um, that's Foster Muhale, Health Department spokesperson. If only medication was available <laughs> as you, Yo, when it comes to people getting that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I <laughs> Hashtag the takeoff. At Radio 2000 ZA. On all social media platforms. Be part of an award-winning team.